Hello, and welcome in to the Week 9 Best Bets episode, another episode of the Fantasy Football Pod with Nick and Cody. Cody, tough week for the best bets. This is a uh, this is a really grind them out type of week. Uh, not feeling incredibly confident about my last couple bets. Um, we are we're going to be happy to go 3-2 and two this week. How about you? Yeah, I strongly considered just taking five unders and just hoping I hit 60% and just getting past this week. But I listened to a couple shows, got a couple statistics. I feel pretty good about a couple spreads now, so not too worried about that. I uh, got a pretty good college football lock of the week as well, so excited to share that with everybody. Uh, but, yeah, how, how are things going for you? How was work today? Did you finish out your week? How was, how was everything? Got a busy week this week. Uh, my my restaurant that I work for has our 27th anniversary party tomorrow, so lots of uh, prizes I have to set up, lots of new beers I have to hook up. I've uh, been running around uh, with my hair on fire a little bit this week, but uh, found time to make my notes today and lock in my best bets. So we're feeling good. Most of the work is done now. Just have to make sure everything goes smoothly tomorrow. So how about you, Coates? How was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Luckily, things were actually a little slow this week. Things really tick up for me next week, though. So had a lot of time this afternoon to research some best bets this week. So like I said, found a couple Excellent. key things that make me excited about my picks. But before we jump into the picks, just a reminder to make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform and YouTube. You can watch the show or just listen, whichever you prefer. But help us out. Go ahead and subscribe on all platforms that you can. Nick, would you like to go ahead and lead us off with your first best bet of the week? Yes. Before I lead us off, I want to give oh. an updated look at our standings to this point. Uh, so, so far this year, my best bets are 17, 12, and 1 after a 3, 1, and 1 week last week. Locks are only 1 and 2 so far. Got to uh, pick it up there. Uh, teasers are 1 and 1, so we are up a half unit there. Cody is at 17 12 and 2 he uh is at let's see what is that 39 33 and 3 overall and coming off a 2 2 and 1 week his locks are 1 and 2 as well i believe or is it 2 and 1 nope 1 and 2 we started out 0 and 2 and finally got a win last week so Okay, so feeling better both pick it up i think you're you're 1 and 1 on your college bets as well so you got uh Pretty solidly positive, both of us this year. Uh, not incredibly so, but I think you're solidly in the money if you've been following our advice to this point. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. We're going to Germany. I am taking uh, Kansas City in this matchup. We're laying one and a half. It has come down quite a bit. Uh, that does scare me a little bit because the money and the sharp seem to still be leaning towards the Chiefs. So Vegas sees something here that uh, they want money to come in on the Chiefs, it seems. But... I'm going to go ahead and take the bait. Kansas City's 81 and 23 overall since 2018. That's when Patrick Mahomes became the full-time starter. They are 16 and 3 after a loss, even better than that 81 and 23 mark from a winning percentage standpoint. Mahomes is 3 and 0 at neutral sites in his career. 77% of bets on the Chiefs, 91% of the money. So, I know it may be chalky and I know that Vegas is kind of trying to lean you into this one, but you're giving me Mahomes off a loss against a team that is very good, but not great. We've seen Miami uh, play a couple good teams this year in Buffalo and the Eagles, and they've been beaten pretty handily in both those matchups. So 
you know, you're only avoiding basically a one-point win here for the Chiefs. If they take this game, you're probably going to cover. And I, uh, I got to back Mahomes here. He's just he's he's very good at covering these short totals. The the large ones he has trouble with. Short totals he covers very well though. Yep, you nailed it right on the head. The games he basically just has to win outright. He finds a way to win. So, seventy-four uh, percent of bets, eighty-nine percent of money on the Chiefs. So, like you said, a lot of sharp money still coming in on the Chiefs. So, little surprising that line didn't move, but it's over in Germany. Obviously, that's probably gonna have a little bit to play, a little bit of a role in it. Uh, Dolphins at there earlier in the week. Chiefs just left yesterday, so I don't know. There could be something funky going on here, but anytime I can get Nick to root for the Chiefs, I'm just going to take it and move on, no questions asked. So, love to see that one. Classic happiness hedge here, boys and girls. If we lose the game, the Chiefs lose, so that is a uh, a win for all. A one-point win might just send me into a spiral, though, to there be you honest. Go. So, let's just uh, <laughs> let's root against that. All right, my first one of the week here. I got Commanders at Patriots. I am going to take the Patriots minus two and a half. You are a sicko. I am a sicko. I do want to go ahead and point out, if you are watching or listening to the show in a state where betting is legal, make sure to always shop your lines because I was very surprised to see this at two and a half at both DraftKings and BetMGM. So, I didn't like it as much at three and a half where it was earlier so earlier in the week when we talked about it. Now that I get it under a field goal, I absolutely love it. This is also my lock of the week, so opening up on fire. Wow. Yeah, we're oh loving it. Goodness. The Commanders just oh traded the two players that made their defense tick. This is going to be the easiest defense Mac Jones has played basically all season. Uh, they have 25 sacks as a team. 11 and a half came from Sweat or Young, so just about 50%. 42 tackles for loss, 16 of those were from those two guys, 91 pressures, 37 came from Sweat and Young, their next two best add up to 18 total. Already the fourth fourth worst pass defense in the NFL, it's, I imagine it's going to be worse with no pass rush. And if you look at the Patriots schedule, they do play a lot of really good teams, obviously being in a division with the Bills. And the Dolphins and having to deal with the Jets defense. So in five out of their six losses against the spread, they have played either an elite offense or defense. Their only outlier was Vegas when they should have covered, but we all remember Mac Jones taking the safety in the end zone. So last but not least, better coaches with the Patriots. I think it's a pretty much a wash at quarterback. I get it under three at multiple books right now. I got to lock it in. Uh oh. Did we lose Nick? Uh, I can't tell what's happening. Nick is frozen on my screen, but. I can't see what I'm. Oh, there we go. We just lost Nick. Oh, we'll let him get back in here. We'll probably end up just restarting this thing.
Oh, fuck. I can't see the damn thing. All right. Well, we are just going to go ahead and roll, I guess. I'll just go through my five, and then Nick is going to uh, hopefully pop back in here. So that'll be some fun audio and potential video editing that I will now be doing with my Friday evening. So uh, hopefully you are tuning in. Let's go to my second game. This one, uh, I know that Nick is going to have this one on his best bets as well. The Colts at Panthers. Panthers plus two and a half. I'm going to buy in that young teams and players really need to benefit from the first bye week of their career. Bryce Young had his second best completion percentage, second most yards, and best passer rating of his young career. On a neutral field, Vegas is basically telling you the Colts would be a five-point favorite, and at home they should be a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't think that's fair at all. Vegas isn't showing any respect to the Panthers. Nick, welcome back. I know you probably have this one on your betting card as well. Um, so I will let you get into your stats. I'm sure you brought as well. The Panthers' defense has been a little bit better as well as of recent weeks. They shut down C.J. Stroud last week. I expect them to do similar against Gardner Minshew. 59% of bets are on the Panthers, 78% of money on the Panthers. So this is a very sharp bet. Nick, welcome back. Uh, that was, again, Colts at Panthers plus two and a half. I'm sure you have that one on your betting card this week as well. Absolutely. It's my lock as well. We were taking the Panthers plus two and a half at home. Uh, just too easy here. They should probably be favored in this game. I won't belabor my points too much because I'm sure I will just be echoing a lot of what you said. But, yeah, Reich against his old team. You know he's going to get up for this one. His players Revenge are going game. to want to Absolutely. win this one for him. Um Gardner Minshew as a favorite on the road with a bad defense. Uh, that's just, he shouldn't be giving points. Uh, that's just, that's just a, an incorrect line in my opinion. So we will absolutely ride with the Panthers. Uh, plus two and a half. It's easy. I got him at plus three earlier this week. So if you want to buy up to plus three, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't mind that. I think uh, that's probably a good call, but you can just take the plus two and a half. I think they'll win the game outright. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the Panthers are going to go on a little bit of a win streak, uh, get maybe close to 500 in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, Did you give uh, – your is that your third one? Or that was just you... my second. So there's going to be a long okay. pause break in there that I'm going to have to try and edit out, but we're only two in, so go ahead with your third. Minnesota at Atlanta. We're taking the under 37. I was on the Vikings earlier this week, but that line has come all the way down to three and a half in favor of Atlanta, was at five and a half. Uh, hope you got that number, but uh, I will go ahead and just play the under instead. Vikings. The Vikings have gone under in seven of eight games. The Falcons have gone under in six of eight games. I think the clock's going to be moving in this one. The Falcons are eighth in rush rate, and really they're only that far down the list because they've been trailing a lot. So in games that, uh, that are close and that they have the lead, they run even more. Vikings are starting a seventh-round rookie. It's his first career start. I think their rush rate will skyrocket as well. It's been one of the lowest in the league, but uh, with Jaron Hall under center, I cannot imagine that stays the case. 82% of bets, 85% of money on this under, so it's chalky, but the pros are leaning this way as well, even considering the heavy public lean here. Uh, it's low total. Take some, uh, take some stones to go with a total under 37, but I think this is the spot to do it. Uh, we're just hoping that Taylor Heineke or Jaron Hall does not create a defensive touchdown. Uh, the other way and I just don't see these teams getting to 20 each uh, yeah I think this is a pretty easy one so we'll take under 37 Minnesota at Atlanta 
Under 37. All right. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm actually going to give you half a point as well because it looks like you can get it at 37.5 at most books right now. Beautiful. So we'll under 37.5, maybe that half point saves you on the win. I hope it does. Um, 2017 is a popular score, so yeah, good. Absolutely. All right. I uh, My third bet. Okay, actually, before I get into my third bet, since we're about halfway through the show, just want to remind you to go give us a follow on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or x.com are all linked in the podcast description below. So check those out. My third bet is um, going to be actually the opposite. I'm going Giants at Raiders over 37 and a half on wow. the stinkiest bet of the week. Um, I don't think anyone else is actually going to play this bet, but I do feel extremely confident in this one. This was probably my second favorite bet of the week. Uh, Obviously, McDaniels is gone. Uh, You're going to get a little bit of a post-coach firing bump, but I don't want to go all in on the Raiders. Still don't trust him that much. I expect Devontae Adams to have one of his best games of the season. He may see 15-plus targets this game. This new coach is just going to want to feed him, get him going again. Uh, and I just expect there to be some pop back into the, you know, offense and, you know, their defense is kind of weak, so not too worried about that side. But I do expect a big pop in their offense. On the other side of the ball, Daniel Jones is back, and he isn't going to be – there's not going to be a bunch of public confidence backing him. That's why this line is so low. Uh, but he is a massive upgrade, especially from Tommy DeVito. So him coming back didn't really affect this line at all, which is kind of odd to me. I guess they just expected he would play. Um the Giants are due for a get-right game. The Raiders are also due for a get-right game. The Giants have played a bunch of really good defenses. Cowboys, 49ers, Bills, Jets, Seahawks are a pretty good defense. So they've had a pretty rough schedule. I think it's a get-right game for both teams. I could just I see this game being a sneaky high-scoring game. Giants at Raiders over 37.5. Yeah, I mean, this one and the Patriots one, you are really – really stinking it up right now hopefully if you, if you get both of these you deserve a trophy or something because these uh these take some courage to back these bets but uh yeah it's a low total i think you're kind of buying really really low on both of these offenses hoping that uh they can kind of turn it around i think without josh mcdaniels in the building the raiders uh are an interesting play this week as well at only a one and a half point favorite at home i think i would lean that way myself but yeah hopefully daniel jones brings some life to this giants offense as well my fourth play of the day is definitely fifth on my card from a competence standpoint, but it's just too many points. Seattle plus six at Baltimore. We are riding with the Seahawks plus the six here. This total has gone up all week. Started around four and a half in favor of Baltimore. It's gone up to six at this point. Uh, Baltimore's not great at covering large totals. They're only 12 and 19 as a home favorite since 2019. That would be the Lamar Jackson era. 44% of tickets on the Seahawks, 70% of the money. So the Sharps are heavily leaning towards the Seahawks. Concerns me a little bit that this number continues to move up, but we've seen Baltimore consistently kind of, uh, you know, play down to competition uh, when they have these types of games. We saw that Indianapolis Colts game earlier this year. They were favored by eight and a half, ended up losing that in overtime to Gardner Minshew and, uh, and crew. So I think this, uh, this Baltimore offense has been, you know, inconsistent more often than it has been, uh, you know, con- consistent throughout the whole game. I think that Detroit Lions game has kind of bought them a lot of good grace that they may not deserve overall. So uh, Seattle's really solid on both sides of the ball. 
think Gino's going to be able to do enough to keep them in this game, and this defense will uh, be able to keep the Baltimore offense from going nuclear as well. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead and take Seattle plus six. Hopefully they keep it close. I'd lean the under in this game as well. I believe it's at 44 right now. Uh, I think if you if you're on the Baltimore side. You're taking the over and the, you know the minus six. If you're on the Seattle side, you're leaning under and plus six. Hopefully, this is a 24-20 type of game, 21-17. You know that that sort of uh, ilk. Yeah, this is the kind of game I could see the Seahawks having a chance to win all the way up until the end of the game. So I like that one quite a bit. That one was probably number six um, out of my favorite bets of the week. Very strongly considered for uh, for my card as well. So love that bet. My fourth one here that we are cooking up, Bills at Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals a minus one and a half points. Uh, for me, I just think this is a little bit of a mispriced line. I think the Bengals are truly the better team out of these two teams, and they are at home. Uh, even if anything, if you guys want to call these two neutral and they're at home, they're still kind of getting undervalued. Uh, Josh Allen is off the injury report, but he did miss practice due to his elbow. I would not love that if I was backing the Bills this week. The Bengals have been a diff- have been a different team since Week Five. Uh, week Five was their big win against the Arizona Cardinals. They then went and beat the Seahawks, and then then beat the 49ers pretty heavy last week. Uh, Joe Burrow it looks healthy basically since he has. Week Five is basically the point where a lot of people think he got healthy. Since then, their offense has looked completely different. And here's my one thing about the Bengals. I think they're sneaky good, and they kind of get a little bit underrated since it's just the Bengals franchise. Last year, they started out 0-2 against the spread before rattling off 12-3-1. Then again, Joe Burrow was coming off the appendix surgery, so didn't get to have his full preseason. This year, obviously had the injury as well, didn't get to have his full preseason. Started out 0-3-1 against the spread. Since then, they are 3-0. I think Vegas is still undervaluing this team a little bit. I think they keep it rolling. I like them a lot, minus 1.5 this week. I think Obviously, I think they win outright. I think that they could win by as much as, a you know, I would take them up to minus 2.5, minus 3. Surprised this total came down from where it was at uh, on Wednesday when we talked. It was two and a half. I thought it would go towards three, not towards even. Uh, but yeah, down to one and a half. Hard not to like the Bengals at home. Like you said, they're healthier right now. And uh, the offense is kind of a wash, I would think most people would probably agree. And then the defense, hard not to like the Bengals, especially playing at home there. Uh, yeah, I think that's where I would lean as well. Already had the the one and a half for KC, so I kind of I just went away from that one because I didn't want to bet against two good teams. Doesn't seem like great business, but uh, I like the uh, the Bengals in that game as well. That would be my six or seven if we uh, played it out that way. Yeah, my last before, best bet of the week. We're going. Sorry, yep, go ahead. Don't mean to interrupt you, but just before, since this is a Bengals point, Bengals to win the Super Bowl right now is plus fifteen hundred. I find that to be a little bit interesting. Like I said, I still think they're a little bit undervalued by Vegas. I think that kind of proves my point. So. If you think this Bengals team can get it going and get it rolling, I would snag that plus 1,500 because that might be their longest odds from here until the end of the season. Bengals to beat the Lions in the Super Bowl. My preseason pick still well in play. Uh, hopefully that would be, that would be a really interesting one as well. We're going to Monday night. Chargers at Jets. We're taking the Jets plus 3.5. I absolutely love that this game uh, went from 3 to 3.5. Love getting that hook on top of the field goal. Uh, the dogs with low totals, we bet them uh, pretty aggressively last week, had a lot of success with it. It applies here once again. 
Total's down to 40. I would still play the under. Uh, I'd rather just play the Jets, though. I think if they keep this game close, it's most likely going to be a low-scoring affair. Chargers are 4-6 and six against the spread as road faves under Staley. Not a huge uh, lean there, but still, I don't have a ton of confidence in uh, Staley coming off a big win, going across the country here, uh, playing against a great defense on the road could easily see the Jets grinding this game and uh, if they lose it by a field goal we still win here with that plus three and a half that's why I love it 75% of the tickets on the Jets 90% of the money so bit of a public lean but also a sharp lean here on the Jets at home this was my number two behind Carolina this was in strong consideration for my lock yeah absolutely and you said that you would take the under in this one probably would lean towards the, uh, the under as long as it stays at 40 i think once it creeps under that number i'd probably just stay away but uh at 40 and above i would still lean the under here right. primetime unders they've been killing it they're up to 20 and 7 after last night that one somehow stayed under for us yeah all right perfect way to lead into it i'm going to take the under as my fifth best bet of the week so there you, you can go. actually get it right now at uh FanDuel at under 40 and a half make sure you shop your lines uh, so I'm going to take the 40 and a half there and give myself a little bit of extra breathing room with that half point. But, uh, yeah, Nick kind of talked about it a little bit. I, I the primetime unders are 20 and seven, so I'm not going to try and fix what isn't broken. Uh, the Jets don't typically hit overs unless they score 20 or get blown out. I don't see either of those things happening this week. Uh, the Brandon Staley chargers just love to muck up games and keep them way too close. This is just a whole this is the whole game plan for the Jets right now with Zach Wilson. So they can muck it up. They can keep it close. The Jets plus three and a half, I think, is a great bet as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm basically I'm not going to bind to the Chargers after they, you know, smoked the bottom three roster with the bottom three quarterback last week in primetime. So I don't think they're going to duplicate that performance against this great defense. Give me the under. Like I said, I love the three and a half as well. That was another one in consideration. Absolutely, yeah. Very, very happy that that total ticked up that half point. That is a big, big half point uh, in the betting landscape. Cody, uh, do you want to throw out your college football bet before I throw out my teaser? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into a college football lock of the week. Jacksonville State at South Carolina, and we are going to go ahead and eat the 15 and a half points that South Carolina is favored by. Uh, an interesting battle. This is the Battle of the Gamecocks. Gamecocks versus Gamecocks, so enjoy that uh, broadcasting. <laughs> That's worth a bet just for that. Absolutely. Uh, South Carolina is two and six, but all six of their losses have come against opponents that were ranked at at least one point in the season. Not very surprising, being an SEC team. Uh, Jacksonville State has seven wins. Their most notable is probably against UTEP, the University of Texas of El Paso. So, not a lot of big wins on their schedule. Juggernaut. Uh, Absolutely, juggernaut. Uh, so the Action Network is who I use for all of my public, you know, betting versus money stats. So a guy on there that has a lot of good information, his name is Stucky. So he from the Action Network has South Carolina as the number one overall schedule so far through the season. Jacksonville State is ranked at 133rd. So this is just one of those typical overvalued teams that go into an SEC school and the SEC school just outclasses them. Since 2009, SEC teams have gone 55 and 38, almost 60% against the spread against CUSA opponents, covering by about a field goal per game. So, again, South Carolina minus 15 and a half at Jacksonville State. 
Lock it in. We're getting to two and one this week. And we may have lost Nick again, so I'm just going to cut out this weird audio gap. This weird audio gap. Alright, Nick is having some technical difficulties, so we're going to go ahead and just knock out his teaser real quick. His teaser is the Vikings plus nine and a half. So, again, he was on the Vikings at a higher spread earlier in the week. No surprise he's going to tease that game up. Don't blame him. I, I don't really think that the Falcons are going to blow out the Vikings. I do think they're going to win, though, so you just got to hope you keep it under 10. Saints minus two and a half. We get the Saints, again, going against the Bears just to win by a field goal. Don't hate that, but a little bit surprised because earlier in the week, Nick did say that he would could see the Bears upsetting the Saints this week. So, But the Saints are going to be my survivor play of the week. So if you're in a survivor pool um, and you still have the Saints available, I think they're a great play. I do think that they're going to win. Just funny that Nick had mentioned that last week. And then his third leg of his teaser, and he just came back for it, Jets plus nine and a half. Uh yeah, we had to pivot off of the Browns. though They were in there, uh, but they just got that up to minus 10. So we yeah. could not get them down to a field goal in the teaser, unfortunately. Had them in there the whole week, but that number just climbed a bit too high. But yeah, Vikings plus 9.5, Jets plus 9.5, Saints minus 2.5. The first two really low total games that I think uh, we can keep under uh, double-digit spread. And then the Saints minus two and a half at the Bears. That's the easy total of the week that you look for that eight and a half uh, home favorite to bet down six points so you can get that field goal win if it's a close game. And I just want to throw this out there real quick. Service Academy unders, which is to say anytime uh, Army, Navy, Air Force, or uh, I guess it's just, yeah, just those three. Anytime those three teams play each other since 2005, the under in those games is 45 and 10. 45 and 10 since 2005 the under in service academy games air force plays army this week it's 32 and a half it's absolutely disgusting but don't let the books fool you play the under it's been free money this past two decades all right i love it absolutely nick glad you got to come back join us knock out the last part uh just a reminder again if you're not subscribed make sure you're subscribed help us out let us know that you're listening uh leave us a review on your podcast platform as well would much appreciate it if you got any questions or want to let us know your did we recap oh nope did we recap go ahead our best yours first sorry you want to go okay i'll go mine first so i got chiefs minus one and a half against miami and germany Carolina plus two and a half against Indy at home. That's our lock of the week. Minnesota at Atlanta under 37 and a half. Seattle plus six at Baltimore. Chargers at Jets. We are taking the Jets plus three and a half at home. And then the teaser of the week, Vikings plus nine and a half. Saints minus two and a half. Jets plus nine and a half. Cody, go ahead. Uh, I do. I, I mentioned it whenever I was going through it, but you mentioned earlier in the week that you see the Bears potentially upsetting the Saints this week. So I was surprised to see Saints minus two and a half in your teaser. It's just, it's it's the easiest, it's the easiest uh, 
large total. Like I wanted to get one uh, big favorite in there that I could get to under a field goal by playing the teaser. It's the only one that makes sense on the slate. I do have a weird gut feeling the Bears are going to win this game, but I can't let my weird gut feelings get in the way of my brain. So we're going to we're gonna hope the Saints pull this one out at home. They only need a three-point win against a Tyson-Bajan-led Bears team. If my gut feeling pull, uh, you know, ends up pulling off, then you know, I'll just uh, I'll eat the loss on the teaser and maybe gain some glory from calling a Bears win in this game. All right. I love it. My sit, well, I guess my five picks of the week. We'll start with the college football lock since that one does get played first. Jacksonville State at South Carolina. We're going to take South Carolina minus 15 and a half points. And then our five football picks. Oh, that was a bad, bad take there. Five NFL picks of the weekend. Commanders at Patriots. Patriots minus two and a half. Colts at Panthers. We're going to take Panthers plus two and a half. Giants at Raiders. Plug your nose, but that's going to be over 37 and a half. Bills at Bengals. Bengals minus one and a half. Chargers at Jets under 40 and a half. And our lock of the week is Commanders at Patriots. The Patriots are definitely covering by more than a field goal. This may turn into a blowout. Alrighty, love the confidence. <laughs> we shall see on Sunday. Uh, you are a uh, a stronger man than I to ride at the Patriots giving points, but uh, I believe it is the sharp play of the week. Looks like the uh, people who know what they're doing are leaning that way as well. So uh, some reason, I don't know. I guess I guess uh, the Patriots are going to turn it around this week. We'll see. Washington is probably the team. Yep, to do it. this is the week, especially with no pass rush. I absolutely love. It. All right, subscribe, like, comment, make sure you review. Peace out.